The views and opinions expressed here on Wrestling Windown are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of any other agency, organization, employer, or company. What's up, guys? It's Lo, and you are tuned in to Wrestling Windown, a female-founded and hosted podcast dedicated to professional wrestling and our favorite adult beverage. I am an avid fan of shopping for wrestling merch, and I am so honored to have one of my favorites here. I am joined by Michaela Mortimer, the owner of McNax. She sells wrestling-related earrings, keychains, accessories, and more. You may have seen Michaela's work on social media or even in the hands of Hangman Adam Page, FTR, Hall of Famer Mick Foley, or Orange Cassidy. Michaela is spilling the wine on her love of professional wrestling, as well as how she was able to get into art, specifically within professional wrestling. We'll also be chatting about Michaela's different experiences that she's had creating art, including some of her favorite pieces, some of her most time-consuming pieces, and how being a vendor at wrestling conventions has treated her so far. And Michaela may be going all out and telling us where exactly we can find her selling her wrestling merchandise next. So grab your favorite glass of bubbly, we're going in for the three count. back with another episode of wrestling wind down you have probably seen her earrings her designs. she is all over she is worldwide baby i have michaela mortimer also known as mcnax here on wrestling wind down how are you i'm good how are you i'm good i'm so excited to have you on let's get into it when did you start creating art so i actually started creating art uh, for wrestling in high school. So I was in a art class in high school and I kind of made all of my art projects relate around wrestling. <laughs> so it started with paintings and things of that sort. And then it kind of leaned into me painting shoes. And then when I started going to NXT in about 2012, I would make really intricate wrestling signs with like crazy designs on them and things of that sort. So I was paying shoes, I was making wrestling signs, I was revolving all of my projects in high school around wrestling. So that's kind of how I got started into making wrestling art. And then really when the jewelry and things of that sort started coming in was in college. Tell me about just starting with wrestling. What made you think, hmm, I like art, I want to illustrate wrestlers, I want to paint, I want to make signs. What made you want to do that? So kind of the concept of nothing that I was doing or things that I was seeing not being represented in a wrestling space. So like jewelry, everyone loves jewelry, especially for the girlies. <laughs> and I know there's a lot of female wrestling fans and I felt like there was kind of a gap in a space where merchandise wasn't really representing females. So I thought I'm gonna capitalize on that. It's gonna be a perfect opportunity for me and a perfect opportunity for the girlies to represent what they love the most in a cute, fashionable way. How long have you been a wrestling fan for? 2008 <laughs> my grandpa okay. got me into wrestling when I was really young and it was I believe right after Wrestlemania 24 which was actually in Orlando so mm -hmm. I ended up watching it on the tv and I remember seeing like Triple H and Randy Orton and I just like was so fascinated by it so I was like a little eight-year-old like obsessed with these big muscly men <laughs> And it was absolutely like the best thing ever. And I never do anything like calmly. Once I'm obsessed with something, I am obsessed to the T. Like <laughs> nothing is ever calm and chill. It's like, if I like this, I'm fully obsessed with it. 
10 toes down for wrestling. <laughs> for right? sure. <laughs> for sure. Who are some of the wrestlers that you enjoy watching in the mainstream companies as well as the independent circuit? Absolutely. Hangman Adam Page and the Elite. They are my babies. <laughs> so <laughs> on our latest episode of Chardonnay and Cheese May, we talked about Hangman and the Elite and also CM Punk. And I was telling Iridian that this is very much like the hills laguna beach where there was lc and Kristen, and people had like team lc team Kristen shirts so you would have a team elite shirt most definitely <laughs> so the thing that is hilarious with that is i when i was a kid i was obsessed with cm punk like so 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 obsessed with him like <laughs> i would tape my hands up and do the axe on my hands like it was corny girl it was she was in there i was in there like when he when he left i made this horrible corny sign that said ratings without cm punk and i had like this little ratings chart with the arrow going down girl it was embarrassing <laughs> i used to be obsessed with him and you know Things changed, things happened, and I was like, how could you not like Hangman? Come on, girl. Come on. Not the so, cowboy. Right? Like, my first, it kind of shifted, and now he's yeah. my favorite for sure. And Punk is doing his little things. Oops. Who are some of your favorites on the independent circuit? Um, My absolute baby doll, Effie. I have known him for so long, like, since. I would say 2019, I have known him and I've been following him. He was really local in the Florida area. So we became close friends and I adore him. So he's definitely my favorite on the independent and he's changing like the way people think about wrestling so much. And I just adore him for sure. Any others in <laughs> mainstream wrestling other than the elite um, and hangman? Rhea Ripley, killing it. Bianca Belair, killing it. I get emotional anytime Bianca wrestles. Like, I don't know why. Just like everything she does is so meaningful. Yeah. And she's like changing, especially for African-American people. Like, hello. She is like the representation that we've needed for so long, especially mm -hmm. in the women's division. So she just is, I get so emotional anytime she wrestles for sure. And then also Rhea Ripley is like killing it right now. We stand Rhea Ripley. We do stand Rhea Ripley. <laughs> You mentioned that you started watching when you were eight. What has kept you interested for so many years? Basically, I would say the thing that keeps me interested the most is the friends that I've made with wrestling, the community for sure. Um, I made some of my lifelong friends that I've known for almost eight, nine years through wrestling. And they've kept me interested the most <laughs> because we're always talking about the content. I always got to keep up so we have something to talk about. So for sure, they've kept me interested the most. And it's been a whirlwind of creating new people, finding new friends, things of all that sort. And it's absolutely amazing. When did you decide that you wanted to switch more towards the wrestling merch? So you mentioned when you were in high school, you were painting, you were making signs for NXT, but you saw that gap. But when did you decide, like, you had that aha moment, like, I'm just going to take the risk and start making jewelry for the girlies and anyone else that wants to buy. But when was that moment that you were like, okay, this is 100% what I want to do. I'm going 100% in on it. 
So it was definitely when I took a jewelry class in college. I went to an art school and it was more traditional jewelry like metals and things of that sort. But the very last project was when we started delving into acrylic. And I was like, this is good. I love this so much. And then obviously being a wrestling fan, the first thing I ever made was the steel chair earrings. And I posted a picture on Twitter and I was like, this I might be onto something. <laughs> and then I posted it and it blew up. And I was like, okay, so I'm not the only one that thinks I'm onto something here. <laughs> this might be really good and something that I'm, other people might be really, really interested in. So that was kind of when I was like, had that aha, aha moment and was like, this might be a great idea. <laughs> Did you have any apprehension getting into like the wrestling merch community? And I, I mean, what you do is very niche. I don't see anyone making stuff like you, but did you have any hesitancy? Were you nervous to to start making pieces or did you feel very confident once you saw the traction that you got from posting the first piece that you had made? I'm always very nervous. Every single drop that I ever do ever, I'm always extremely nervous because I, like you said, it's very, very niche. And obviously the wrestling world is dominated by men, clearly as that. So it's very, very niche product. So every time I do a drop, I'm nervous. When I first started, I was extremely nervous because I'm like, what if nobody's going to buy this? It's definitely, I've had doubts, but I think my fan base and the people that buy my product have definitely proven those doubts wrong. <laughs> and I love seeing people wear my stuff and it like, makes me so happy that I am I would consider successful <laughs> and am being successful it makes me really really happy do you keep count of how many wrestling inspired pieces you've created absolutely not <laughs> <laughs> I've created so many over like I've created so much that the internet hasn't even seen that mm -hmm. you guys haven't even seen that I like test and I'm like I don't like this I don't know if it's gonna do well stuff that I don't even post so like I have like so many ideas that are constantly flowing in my brain that I test at all times. Mm -hmm. So it's very hard to keep track of like how much stuff I've made. What has been your favorite piece to create? Probably my steel chair earrings, I would say. Especially the barbed wire ones, they sell the most. Mm -hmm. And I think it was something that was really out of the box. And like I said, it kind of launched my whole business. So I definitely have a special place in my heart for those. <laughs> So tell me how you figure out what you want to create and then how you create it, how you get it manufactured, and then how long it takes to put on the website, how long it takes to ship out to people. Like, take me through the whole process. So the whole process starts with an idea in my brain, obviously, and then I end up pulling inspiration from a lot of different areas. Um, I have a boyfriend. My boyfriend's in the business. He's a referee. So he, wrestling is constantly on in the house mm -hmm. at all times, especially older stuff like WCW and WWE and things of that sort. So it's always on. So I'm always pulling inspiration from different types of content, old wrestling, new wrestling, things of that sort. So it starts with an idea and then I will draw out that idea on my iPad and then I'll drop it into Illustrator. And a lot of people don't know this, but everything is manufactured in my house. I do everything by hand. Wow. Is, everything is manufactured in my house. I have a $5,000 laser cutter in my apartment. <laughs> I do everything by hand. So after I'm done putting in an illustrator and formatting it, I pick out the colors that I would like, the acrylic I would like to use, and then I get to work. I format it and my machine cuts it. I paint it. I assemble it. 
I ship it. I do everything myself in house, <laughs> which is can be incredibly difficult and mm-hmm. time consuming. It is that is the most. It is absolutely time consuming, but. I love it. Speaking of time consuming and difficult, what has been your most difficult piece to create? My mirrors. (laughs) (laughs) So I recently released um, wrestling mirrors like ECW and Heartbreak Hotel and Sting, things of that sort. And they take forever to make. Uh, The ECW one specifically is probably the hardest one. It has five pieces and it takes me one hour just to cut one piece. And there are a lot of them on pre-order that people have ordered. So you can't imagine how long it's going to take you to make them. (laughs) So I have to put in the work every single day to make sure when I get off work, I'm sitting down, I'm cutting, I'm making, I'm painting. It can be very time consuming. It's definitely been the hardest piece that I made, but I think it's been one of the most successful ones that I have ever made. You've had the opportunity to be a vendor at numerous wrestling conventions, showcasing your pieces and selling your pieces to fellow fans. How have these experiences treated you? I know that I originally met you at WrestleCon, which was in LA. How was that for you? And how have the other experiences that you've had at these different events gone? I love doing conventions, actually. They can be very tiring, but meeting people that like my stuff and having new people discover my stuff is probably one of my favorite things, especially when I get something, somebody that's super excited to come up to my table and I'm like, oh my God, I've never seen anything like this before. It just makes me so, so happy and all of it worth it. Um, WrestleCon was super successful. It was my first ever con that I traveled, that I flew to. It was my first ever con that was more than two days. It was the most expensive con I've ever done, the most hard work I had to ever put in for a convention but it was extremely successful and I got to meet you and a bunch of other people that have been supporting my business for a very long time so it was absolutely great I've done other conventions like Russellcade and things of that sort they turned out really well as well but Russellcon has definitely been my most successful so far how do you prepare for a convention like that for Russellcon I really didn't know what to prepare because again like I said it was the longest convention I have ever done it was three days it was multiple sessions per day um and I started preparing for WrestleCon in January and the event is in March end of April mm-hmm. so it took me a very long to prepare and I prepared a lot I still have stock from WrestleCon in my house like I prepared so much so that I wasn't missing an opportunity on sales and that I had enough product for everyone So yeah, it's a lot, but like I said, I love it. Do you remember what your best-selling piece was at WrestleCon? I would say the barbed wire black chair earrings were pretty popular, as well as my Kruk and Hall hotel arena keychain because um, New Japan was running for WrestleMania weekend. So it was very, very popular, especially for fans that were international and like not usually in the United States. It was super popular with them. What does it mean to you to see individuals in the community wear your pieces, share it on social media, wear it to shows? What does it mean to you seeing that you create everything? You go from start to finish. You do everything. What does it mean to you? It's probably my favorite part of running a business, period. It is one of my favorite things to see people wearing my stuff. It means the world to me. I remember when I, the first time I ever saw somebody wearing my stuff was when AEW was in Orlando and it was with Flighty. I don't know if you guys know who Flighty is. They are also a wrestling artist and they came in and we were eating and they were wearing my earrings and I just started crying. (laughs) 
it was the first time I've ever seen anybody in person, like other than my friends wearing my earrings. And it just like meant so much to me. And I was so embarrassed because <laughs> I was like, why am I crying right now? But it's an emotional it was, moment. Yeah, it meant a lot to me. It was a great experience. And seeing people constantly wear my stuff, I kind of feel like I'm building a bit of a community and it means a lot to me. Um, I actually like in my everyday life, I work for a company called Screenworks USA and we develop um, merchandise as well, but more for like the entertainment amusement industry. And I constantly get to see people wearing stuff that I've like created with graphic design artists and things of that sort. So it kind of blends into my real adult life as well as my business. So it's super fun. It's definitely something that I love seeing in my everyday adult life as well as my business life. Like it's probably my favorite thing and I've built a career out of it. So yeah, it's amazing. I want to talk about that piece right behind you. If people are watching, they'll be able to see it. But if you're not watching, it is a stained glass hangman Adam Page portrait. Can you tell me how you had the idea to create something like this and take me through the process of creating it and can we expect to see it on the shop soon um, (laughs) i follow this person on instagram called samantha doodles and she's been doing these crazy stained glass acrylic pieces for like the new mario movie and i saw it and i was like again i'm so inspired this would be great for wrestling portraits so i drew this up and i kind of broke it down to look like stained glass obviously and assigned each piece of acrylic to a different color things of that sort and i had to specifically cut every single piece out by each sheet of acrylic because they're all different colors (laughs) and it took me about four and a half hours to make but it is gorgeous and i love it so much i don't know if i'm gonna put it on the shop just because (laughs) they take me so long to. i feel like this is heartbreaking (laughs) (laughs) if i did put it on the shop they would be very very limited yeah because it takes me so long to make but maybe in the future i'm also interested in doing some other wrestlers of course i've been thinking about doing the bucks oh yeah yeah Shawn Michaels got, was a really good recommendation that I thought would be super cool. Mm-hmm. Also got a Bret Hart. So yeah, Ooh. I think doing it in the future with different wrestlers might be super fun. Do you have any upcoming pieces that you can tell us about or any upcoming events that you will be selling merch at? So I am doing StarCast for All Out Weekend. So if anybody is going feel free to stop by my booth. Other than that, I'm currently working on fulfilling my orders for my mirrors because I have plenty of them. And as I said, it takes quite a while to make. But other than that, that is where I'm planning to be. Thank you, Michaela, so much for joining me here on Wrestling Wind Down. Where can the people follow you on social media and keep up with what you're releasing? So I'm Micknacks on all of my social media, which is (laughs) M-I-K-K-N-A-C-K-S on everything. And then if you want to follow my personal, it's Michaela.Mortimer, also on everything, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everything. Micknacks.com, where I sell all of my lovely jewelry and accessories as well. So feel free to check it out. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Wrestling Wind Down. You can find all of our other episodes available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and wherever else you listen to your podcast. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at WWDCAST. Let us know what you thought about the episode. What was your favorite part? Until next time, enjoy your wine, and of course, enjoy your wrestling. Cheers! Cheers.